Slow putt here. Gonna give it a pretty good whack. Yeah! Great putt. Back to back birdies for Tiger Woods. Runner at second, two outs. Here's the 2 2. Got him! Swinging! And you can unhitch the wagon! Put the ponies in the barn! championship in 2022 unbelievable welcome back hour three zero in the morning show on a friday february 17 opening day of the college baseball season today three o'clock this afternoon at mitchell park it'll be cal baptist we'll talk to the cal baptist head coach gary adcock is his name coming up in the next segment softball back at it today 12 30 for the champs they're down in Waco. They get Longwood today. Basketball, I'm headed to Austin with Porter Moser's team today. 1 o'clock tomorrow, they'll tip Red River Showdown at the brand-new Moody Center. Very much looking forward to seeing Texas's new arena down there. Sooner women on the road also this weekend. They are in Allen Fieldhouse to take on Kansas. That'll be a 2 o'clock game on Sunday. TJ, it is time, if you're ready, for a rousing rendition of Who You Got. I'm a little disturbed, but go ahead. What's wrong? I just saw a picture of Nigel laying in bed with his owner, and I don't know. It's just very uncomfortable with the picture that they (laughs) put out. Did you get caught up on the kangaroo story? (laughs) Well, you mentioned it, so now it's popping up all over social media. So Uh, that looks a little ah. Never mind. Go ahead. Go troubling? ahead. Troubling? It's troubling. The picture's troubling, okay? Maybe Nigel ran away, do you think? <laughs> might, might have been tired Maybe of Nigel cuddling Nigel didn't so want to go back home? <laughs> Maybe Looking so. for a zoo to knock on the door of, perhaps? Yes, yes. Yeah, All right, let's see. See if you can focus up your mind because the sponsors are breathing down your neck on uh, who you got. Uh, who is the sponsor of your gut, TJ? Uh, Champion Home Loans is the sponsor of my guts. Uh, win with champion.com. Apply. Come home a champion today with Champion Home Loans. Chris, Charles, John, they're all great over there. They'll let you take a picture with your championship belt. It's awesome. Is that a thing, really? That's a thing. 405 When you buy a home, you, they give you like a wrestling belt I don't think they give it to you, but you can take a picture with it. I think John takes it back from you. He won't let you keep it. I just bought a house, and I can't have the belt? <laughs> I can't verify that for sure. John, if you're listening, uh, do they get to keep the uh, uh, WWE championship belt? Yeah, let us know, John. 
Uh, a little bit of a corner perhaps turned last week, TJ, when you managed to go three and three. You have been living in the abyss. But let's see. Maybe you can continue to kind of dial it back in this week. Here are the five games coming up tomorrow in the Big 12. 11 a.m., Texas Tech at West Virginia. Red Raiders have been hot, but that's been at home. Will they go into Morgantown and stay hot? They will not. They will not. Uh, West Virginia wins at home tomorrow. 1 o'clock, Iowa State at Kansas State. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to go K-State at home. But I'm not feeling uh, overly confident in that pick. That's a tough one to choose on. So you have the recent memory of Kansas State having their hat handed to them. Yeah. And it's hard, you're having a hard time shaking that out of your brain right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. All right. 1 o'clock, OSU at TCU. Oklahoma State's been playing good basketball. Right. I'm going to go Cowboys on the road over TCU. (laughs) TCU's been in a bit of a tailspin here. That's right. I don't know if Mike Miles is back or not. That could make a big difference. Uh, I'd like to once again congratulate uh, the Big 12 and ESPN for scheduling three games at 1 o'clock tomorrow. Kudos. Outstanding. And the problem is, two of them are plus. Outstanding job. You're going to tell me there's better matchups you got on on uh, CBS and some of these other networks uh, tomorrow, all the ESPNs that you got to put two of them on plus? Really forward thinking. Really forward thinking by the conference again. Way to go. Three o'clock, Baylor at Kansas. What a matchup. What a matchup. What a matchup. These are the two teams atop the lead. That's right. Yeah, yeah, two of the three tied for the lead. Mm Mm-hmm. Kansas slips back here. They fall at home to the red hot yeah, Baylor Bear, Bears. Baylor moves to uh, ten and four in conference God. play. They're playing good ball, but going into Allen Fieldhouse, good. Is that what you're telling? That's me? what I'm telling you. Wow. Okay. Well, what about? I mean, that's a stunner. I'm 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 shaking. Mark it down. It has been said. It shall Oklahoma. be. One o'clock, Oklahoma at Texas in the Moody Center in Austin. Who you got? <sighs> Anytime he takes a deep breath like that, he's about to say something he doesn't want to say, but he's got to say it. It worked uh, last time, so I'm going to say the Texas Longhorns win that game. Yes. Oklahoma falls on Saturday. Um, okay, so just to recap, TJ has taken West Virginia, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Texas on his Saturday slate of winners in the Big 12. Now, Brent Venables met with the media yesterday, as did a bunch of his uh, new guys, all of his new guys, I get, I guess. Among the things BV was asked about is his new hotshot five-star quarterback, Jackson Arnold. Again, he's... You know, he's smart, he's tough, uh, he's driven, he's humble. And really, if I said, I, I could really say that about the 26 guys, if I was 
what else have you seen from this group? He exemplifies that uh, in every way. He's, he's a doer, uh, very ambitious. He's not waiting on anybody. He's not waiting to be great. Uh, he, in his mind, from a humility standpoint, he feels he's got a long way to go. He's a confident guy, uh, but he's a great teammate, and he's trying to learn and grow. I think and that's just a very refreshing uh, thing to be around. Uh, you won't see Jackson Arnold uh, putting a mic in front of him and, and proclaiming about what he's getting ready to do. You know, it's just not who he is. It's not in his DNA. And uh, he's been a great, great leader. He makes everyone around him better. Uh, but he's in the back of the line right now, and, uh, but probably not for long. And, and I say that, uh, you know, not having to do with anybody else. It's just how he uh, competes and how he works. And, you know, his, his talent is, is really good, too. And, but he's a guy that uh, is going to quickly uh, earn both trust uh, with his teammates, respect with his teammates, which I believe that respect is the greatest thing that you can have in a locker room is respect of your teammates. And uh, he'll quickly... Um, has, um, in a short period of time, earned the respect of his teammates through, again, his work and his actions and his humility. TJ, I'm going to ask you three questions, okay? I'm going to ask you to continue to tap into your gut. Brought to you by Champion Home Loans. Who will be the starting quarterback for Oklahoma? This is question number one. Who will be the starting quarterback for Oklahoma on opening day, Dylan Gabriel. Question number two. Who will be the starting quarterback for Oklahoma for the OU Texas game? Dylan Gabriel. Question number three. Who will be the starting quarterback for Oklahoma for their bowl game? Where are they bowling? Uh, they're in the college football playoff. Dylan Gabriel. They're in the Alamo Bowl. Jackson Arnold. Oh, golly, just answer the question. I did answer the question. So wishy-washy. <laughs> I did answer the question. My thing is, Explain it's Dylan yourself. Gabriel all season long unless there's an injury there, concussion that we've seen, something like that. But no chance we have a Spencer Rattler, Caleb Williams situation. Well, if they're in the Alamo Bowl, something's probably gone wrong. I think maybe there's a chance that he's starting those last few games of the year and then the bowl game. I think there's a chance if they're in something like the Alamo Bowl, you do give him those reps and do give him the opportunity knowing he's your guy next year. So that's my answer and the way I answer that. They're in the college football playoff. I mean, I think Jackson Arnold could get him there, so perhaps he's still the answer there, but I would be more comfortable to answer your question saying it's Dylan Gabriel and he was healthy all year long. Okay, I'm going to name all of the potential bowl games and you tell me who the starting quarterback would be. College football playoff, it's Dylan Gabriel. Uh Anything else, I think there's a good chance it's Jackson Arnold. Two years ago, the answer to those questions would have been Spencer Rattler, Spencer Rattler, Caleb Williams. Yes. So... Yeah, I think I agree with you. Unfortunately, I think I think you've nailed it. I hate saying that, but I think it'll be Dylan Gabriel, and and barring injury or a poor start, it's gonna be Dylan Gabriel. And the best case scenario is that it is always Dylan Gabriel next year. I mean, you know what I mean. 
Like, he's the guy. Yes. And Jackson studiously stands there and pays attention to everything. Like, I think if it's bigger and stronger and smarter and uh ready for the next year, just like Baker sat and learned, just like Kyler sat and learned. Right. That's the ideal situation. However, we have seen what happens when the starter struggles. Sure. And we all love the five star hotshot kid behind him. So hopefully, Dylan plays well early and this doesn't get uncomfortable. That's why I answered the way that I did. I, I don't think that he's playing terribly and still remaining the starter throughout uh, the, the season. Something's gone wrong if Jackson Arnold's in there, Does I think. It, you don't even have to play terribly. I don't think you could say Spencer Rattler played terribly. Uh, I think I can. He was average. I think he had 13 interceptions in the first four games, something like that. It It felt that way, didn't it? Seems about right. They were undefeated, and he was not lighting it up, but average. And that's really all it's going to take. When you've got a guy as highly touted and as highly anticipated as Caleb Williams and now Jackson Arnold waiting in the wings, all that it takes is a sliver of sunlight for the fans to go, oh, let's see what that guy's got. Oh, it takes a pick. It takes one pick. He comes out and throws it to the wrong team on opening day, and they'll be like, oh, I've seen enough. Well, he better not have an interception on the opening game. Come on. Yeah. So hopefully Dylan has a Heisman invite caliber year. And this is a non-story. I think Jackson Arnold would be rooting for that as well. I agree. Yeah. It's the best thing for his career if he doesn't have to. But, I mean, I guess if he's the real deal, if he is Trevor Lawrence and he's ready, that's a different story. But, in my opinion, that's been the most likely path to success is – especially from a veteran like Dylan. You've got a guy who has played and seen as much football as Dylan that Jackson can learn from without having to go face the bullets. That is great. So, oh boy. This will probably not be the last time we talk about the OU quarterback situation this year. <laughs> you think so? No, nah, it'll be revisited. Break time. When we come back, Cal Baptist head coach Gary Adcock, who's got all kinds of OU connections, is going to join us on opening day. We'll be back. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Opening day of the college baseball season, and the Lancers of Cal Baptist are in town to take on the Sooners. Their head coach is a legend. Gary Adcock, in his 20th season at Cal Baptist, uh, the winningest coach in program history, eight conference championships, two World Series championships, on and on and on, five-time coach of the year. Coach Adcock, it's an honor to have you with us. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I I don't know about legend, but uh, I appreciate the kind words. 
Well, I don't know. 20 years, uh, you stay at a place in this day and age 20 years, a lot of people like you, Coach. You know how this business is. Yeah, we're, you know, my family and I, we're proud of that. It's coming to CBU when we were NEI and, and then moving on all the way up to where we're at now. It's been a, quite a journey. We've been really blessed. And now you've got some Oklahoma connections as well, right? Mom lives here? Yeah, my mom grew up in Chickasha, so she's down the road, and um, we've got family all throughout the state. So um, it was uh, kind of presented an opportunity to come home for her, and so I'm sure we'll have at least five or six uh, (laughs) CBU fans in the stands today. Mom's going to get to come watch you? She is. My brother works at the university with me as well, and he is traveling with her. And then uh, her cousins from Chickasha and, oh, man, Enid and McAllister. I think there's a few of them coming from all over all over the state. TJ, when you've been somewhere 20 years, you've got the pull to schedule a game near mom That's right. so that she can come watch. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Now, also, there's some other uh, – uh, Ryan Gaines was texting me this morning – uh, your buddies with Tim Walton and Kenny Gajewski. You played with Eric Thomas and Darvin Trailer. You coached Scott Marr. Uh, I think you're friends with Darby Carmichael. You've got all kinds of OU connections, Coach. Well, we do. You know, in, in those early 90s, OU did a phenomenal job of uh, coming out to California junior colleges. And so all those guys are guys I played with growing up and Connie Mack and so forth. And Eric and Darvin, actually, Little League and high school teammates. So, yeah, I, I've been following the Sooners for a while and that magic run they had uh, in 94 and uh, and beyond. So it, it's kind of neat to – I texted them all pictures of the field and, um, you know, Tim and Eric and Darvin and all of us have been uh, talking throughout yesterday and a little bit into today. Uh, they're too worried about uh, trying to beat Patty Gasso's team right now, <laughs> uh, Tim and Kenny anyway. Well, tell us about your baseball team. You're coming off a great year, 36 wins a year ago, but how do you feel about them going into this season, Coach? You know, we're probably like everybody else. Uh, you know, the the best players we had on our team got drafted as juniors, and we lost some seniors. So I think probably one through five in our batting order on most days is gone. Our number one pitcher was drafted and gone. So uh, those aren't excuses. Those are, you know, signs, I think, of a thriving program, and we're excited about that. But now it's Time for the seven-hole guy to hit five and the six-hole guy to hit three and some freshmen to stand up and some transfers. So we all think we're great as we head into the first game, but, you know, uh, we're going to find out soon when you play an opponent like OU. Can you tell us kind of about your weekend rotation, who the arms we might see in the starting roles this weekend for you? Yeah, Seth Maddox will start uh, tonight, and Seth actually was – a great story, just a 20-inning reliever for us last year and has really done a good job uh, in the fall and the winter and kind of just went out and earned the spot. Uh, Spencer Bingard finished the season as our Friday night guy. He'll throw Saturday. And then we have, uh, we're like everybody else, we had a transfer portal D3 pitcher who, um, you know, was a local guy in the Riverside area, and uh, he's been lights out and electric for us too. He graduated from his D3 and had a year left. Uh, with the COVID year, and so he's going to pitch for us on Sunday, Nathan Himmerling. You don't have to take us through your whole lineup, but maybe highlight two or three of the guys that you think will be big impact guys for you at the plate. You know, Dusty Garcia is coming off a national title at Central Arizona, and I know people are probably familiar with how good that program is, and 
he's been, you know, the probably the best hitter we've had. He'll bat leadoff to try to get him five at-bats, and he's a real toolsy player. And then Jake Skipworth and Michael Carpentier and Mitch Simon, those three guys did play for us every day last year, and those guys will hit two, three, four right in the middle of our order. And you're, not only are you going to Norman for three, are you in Norman for three, you're going to Stillwater after this, you're going to Tucson here in a couple of weeks to take on Arizona. The importance of challenging your team like this early in the season, how how much does that, or what do you hope that does for your team on down the line? Well, you, you hope it doesn't crush confidence, you know, should you, should you uh, not have the result you're looking for. But at the same token, um, you know, you're hoping it provides you some of the areas you need to work on and some of the the things, areas that you can get exposed in. And, you know, if, if you happen to uh, play well and win one of those games, it, it might be a little bit of wave you can ride into conference. Um, so, yeah, it, it we looked at it. We had that four-year transition where we couldn't go to the playoffs when we went from D2 to D1, and this was the first year we have the potential of going to the postseason. So we figured, you know, early on, let's, Let's see what that looks like and the type of opponent you're going to play uh, should you be able to make that. We've seen several whack teams around here in uh, the last few years. Lamar came in and, and beat us last year here. Of course, Sam Houston, Abilene Christian we'll see next uh, next week. Uh, how, how do you size up the whack? I know everybody's got a bunch of new guys and stuff. It's hard early in the season, but Grand Canyon, Sam Houston, are those the teams to chase down again this year? Yeah, that's that's what our coaches have decided. You know, we we had a we have two divisions in the WAC last year. We didn't even play the Texas side, and we weren't allowed to go to the conference tournament in the in the transition to D one. So, um, Sam Houston, I hear things about, and Abilene, and uh, all those other schools in Texas, but uh, we've never played them. I know on our side last year it was kind of Grand Canyon and everybody else with Jacob Wilson predicted to be a first rounder, and they return eighty percent of their team. So. You know, it's going to be a fun uh, ride in the whack, and uh, you know we're kind of excited to to go new places and play new people, um, and kind of measure out and see where we're at. Stylistically, um, three run home run type team, or do you like to small ball it? You know, you know what, you can't really do that in the whack with the uh, elevation ballparks and small ballparks. Um, we're more of a swing and miss pitching style, and we're more of a double uh, homer style. Um, not to say that we wouldn't bunt uh, in the right situation, but um, you give up outs, you know, in the in the tiny ballparks throughout our league, uh, where the wind blows out, um, it's kind of not conducive to winning baseball games. Do you know Skip at all? I do not. No, just what I have read. So you know, and Eric told me Eric Thomas told me a little bit about the assistants because I guess he he coached some of them. So. Uh, I don't. Um, just that bio is uh, impressive for sure. What are your thoughts on on the team you're going to face across the way this weekend? Oh man, you know, I, <laughs> I took a picture of the board with all the uh, regionals and super regionals and World Series. The tradition is so rich. I sent it to my family, my family, so they understood the uh, <laughs> the gravity of the situation that <laughs> that we are in. So we we are excited. It's not. You know, just think of us five, six years ago, we're, we're opening up, you know, against the Division II opponent at home um, you know, where, where a couple people are watching. And now we're getting open up against the perennial college baseball power with doing interviews on a Friday morning. So we're just excited about the opportunity. <laughs> what, if you don't mind me asking, what's mom's name? Mom is Colleen. 
Colleen Adcock. Yep, Very and, good. and she is a Oklahoma State grad. My dad played football at Oklahoma State, so don't. I, I, she's not going to have a hard time uh, rooting for the Lancers in this one. So uh, that's that's where she met my father back in the uh, late fifties. She starts, you know, yelling "Go Pokes" and things like that. She'll really get under the skin of the Sooner fans down there. So that'll be great. Yep, we're gonna. We're gonna I don't know what she's gonna do on Tuesday. I'm hoping I'm I'm more important than uh, her her grad or alma mater. But but we'll we'll see. My dad tells a great story. He said they retired his football jersey at Oklahoma State because he was number thirty four. You know, and everybody says, "Oh, great!" But obviously, it wasn't because of him. He's not the 34 he's referring to, you know, uh, more yeah. Thurman Thomas, you know, not Bob Adcock. I'm sure Thurman wore it in honor of Bob Adcock, though, back in yes, the day. So exactly. that's fantastic. Well, Gary, it's great to have you here. It'll be great to have Colleen here this afternoon as well. And uh, good luck to you guys this season. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us. I appreciate the time. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Gary Adcock, Cal Baptist TJ in Riverside, California, which is – uh, kind of inland Los Angeles on the uh, west side of L.A. you got to go a ways to get to the beach from there, but just it's the L.A. Anaheim area. Really, really good baseball program in the WAC. They went 18-12 and 12 last year, won 36 games, and uh, obviously nice guy right there. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. I enjoyed that, Teach. You disturbed him, by the way, so. Really? Why? <laughs> said you still all right to hop in here with Toby. He says, well, I'm trying to watch Parking Wars, but let's do it. Parking Wars? What's that? Uh, I haven't heard of that one. It's on uh it's on one of those channels like that has all the stuff like Duck Dynasty and yeah. uh the the Count Show and Storage Wars Storage Wars and, and all that and they uh the parking wars with the parking meters and you see that people get upset over their parking tickets and oh, getting towed okay. and yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So basically it's all shot on campus corner. <laughs> That's right. I haven't heard of that before. I when you first said that I thought like people are battling each other in parallel parking competitions or something like that. These are people getting parking tickets and the confrontations that take place because of it. Yes, I think that's a great idea. I've seen it maybe once, but yes, that's, I think, uh, typically what the show's about. It is the most irritating citation to get, I think. Right. Sometimes you deserve it. Sometimes you blatantly know I can't park here. I'm going to do it anyway. But most of the time, you're like, I just need to run into the store. I'll be right back. And you come back out, and there's the little parking meter lady. And you're like, come on, seriously? Seriously? Come on! Or your meter just expired 10 seconds ago, and they're standing there watching it. And you're walking out going, come on, how about a little grace here? Anyway, he was cool. I liked him. Gary Adcock. Mom's going to be there. Colleen, she's an OSU fan. Colleen sounds like she might get a little feisty. I can see Colleen chirping and the, the Yardbirds yard yelling yeah. at each yeah, other. That's this exactly weekend. what I was about to say. Yeah, just <laughs> chirping at each other. You know, you know, this is, was intentionally scheduled too, right? You've been there 20 years. You and your brother worked there. You know, they said to each other, 
in the offseason. You know what we should do? Mom lives in Chickasha. We should go play OU and OSU. They probably don't get to see Mom very much. They're out right. there in California. Let's see if OU and OSU will play us. Then we get we get a paid trip to Oklahoma, and we can see Mom. Perfect. Perfect. Why not, right? Yeah, you got absolutely. the power. What are they going to do? He's the all-time wins leader in school history. You're going to let him go get, see Mom. That's what you're going to do. Are we going to start with a lump on our head? Potentially. Maybe not. This is not a bad program. Like, I know Cal Baptist is not a big name, but they are now in the whack. And they finished second to Grand Canyon in the West Division last year. Grand Canyon was an NCAA tournament team. Grand Canyon, did they – Grand Canyon hosted Oklahoma State last year. Or no, 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 no. Was it OSU or Texas? I think it was Texas Tech went out there and lost two out of three to Grand Canyon. They had a good team. Sam Houston, Lamar, we've played these teams. We know. I mean, these are not these are not pushovers. And these guys went 18 and 12 in that conference last year and won 36 games. So there will be well, Abilene Christian who we play Wednesday went 14 and 16 in the same conference. So theoretically, this team is better than that team. For example, um, now not that's not that oh you shouldn't win all three. I'm not telling you that. I'm just saying this is not a team that was terrible last year, and oh you should absolutely roll them. This has been a pretty good baseball team for a long time. They've just moved up to the Division One level in the last few years, and are now competing in a pretty good baseball conference. So, um. That was fun. I, I I appreciate Coach Adcock uh, joining us. Um, all right. Well, here we go. Teach. Uh, give me a win total for Oklahoma this season. Fifty-six regular season games. Yes. What are they gonna? Where are they gonna end this thing at? Regular uh, season record this year. Uh, fifty-three and three. Hmm. That's what I'm shooting for. That'll be uh, ambitious. Maybe. No, I don't think that's too. <laughs> This team went to the College World Series right. Championship exactly Series last thinking. year. Yeah. I'm a bit disappointed that you've got them losing three games, to be honest with you. <laughs> How long into today's opener before Kirk Keeley turns to you and says, we don't got it this year? Well, I'll be here for a good portion of it, so he won't turn to me, but he may text oh, okay. me. Yeah. Um, this team's terrible. He's usually... On that comment, about fourth pitch of the top of the first inning. <laughs> we'll start getting it on Twitter too. There's a ball. I just don't see There's it. I just Great. don't see it in this team. A ball? You've only thrown three pitches. <laughs> Come on, Skip. What are we doing? I would like to revisit the win total question, if you don't mind. Uh, I would like a, a realistic projected win total for you for the 56 game regular season. Now. 30 is kind of the number that we always shoot for, right? If you can get to mm -hmm. 30 wins. I mean, you might need more than that, but you've got a really good shot of being an NCAA tournament team. You're almost always going to be in this conference if you get to 30 wins. I'm trying to look up here what they were at the end of last 
seasons, regular season. Do you remember? I feel like they got to 34, 35. Oh, 33. 30, I was going to say, I thought it was 32 or 33. Um, last year they went 33 and 20, so mm-hmm. they didn't get all 30, 56 games in last year. I would like to see a two-game improvement on that. 35? 35 wins in the regular season. Perform well in the conference tournament and then make a nice run again in the uh, postseason. I would like to see. I might even with like 38 wins. I might even bump it up even more. Jeez, oh, greedy much? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see the next step for this program is to host a regional. And I would like to see them host a regional this year. Oh, I would. Yeah, I definitely would love to see that. Well, you didn't say it, so that I'm claiming. No, it. you're great. Great point. And you're writing. You. You're like writing to, my like to, coattails. Uh, I'd like to agree with you. That was a uh, excellent on your part. Yes. Thank you. Um. Now, I have no idea how good they are. That's the problem, Teach. Like, well, I mean, they lost a ton. So I'm yeah. I'm being very ambitious here. I'm just hoping the momentum of the program carries and. Um. We see 33, do, 34, 35 wins. I do believe the offensive style will overwhelm a lot of teams. It does, and it did last year. It's kind of what sparked them last year. And I have faith that Skip is going to get him to pitch. So the combination of those two things leads me to believe they're going to be pretty daggum good again this year. Um, it's just gonna, it's just gonna take a while to figure out who goes where. I, Said this last year, I say it every year. We get a little impatient in college baseball because they lose some early. Remember they how terrible they were at Minute Maid last year, early in the season. They just got mm-hmm. they went down there and I think they almost beat LSU, and then got smoked by Tennessee and uh, who was the other team that kicked them pretty good. I can't remember. Somebody will text us, but it it, it takes Is Arizona. You got, Throttle one pretty good last year, or that wasn't. Yeah, that was two years ago two in years Frisco. Ago? Yeah. Um, in college baseball, more than in the pros, it takes a while to figure out who goes where in your pitching staff, especially in your lineup too, but especially in your pitching staff. UCLA thumped them last year. That's 15 it. Fifteen to yep. three. That's it. Yeah. Um. So, there's no way. The starting rotation this weekend is going to be the starting rotation at the end of the year. There's no way. I don't think it'll be the starting rotation next weekend because Jamie Hitt, I think, is going to be back, and I think he'll be in it. So figuring out who fits where on the bus. Starters, middle relief, closers. Trevin Michael was not Trevin Michael until when? Like conference play, right? Oh, man, it may, it may have been a little into conference play even. He wasn't the closer for a while last year and then became maybe the best in the country, certainly one of them. So there's going to have to be some patience there with figuring out who fits where. But they got talent. They got really good coaches. They've got a philosophy that's really hard to deal with. And uh, so, yeah, I think your 53-3 and three is, is a realistic goal for this team. <laughs> 847. We'll wrap it up with Plank Down in Waco when we come back.
The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Final segment of the week. The whole gang's together. Chris Plank joining us now from Waco, Texas, hanging out with Chip and Joe. Good morning, Plank. Perhaps, T-Row, and I say this, you know, with love, the bougiest hotel I've ever stayed in. Where are you? um, Indigo? Hotel? Hotel Indigo? We uh, we stayed in a Hotel Indigo this year in Tulsa before right. the Arkansas oh. basketball game there. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. it is uh, bougie's a good word for it. It's ve- it's very modern. Mm-hmm. Modern. That's that that sounds better. I- anytime you get in the elevator of a hotel, and you know how there'll be like banners on the or not banners, they're like uh, coverings on the doors. And when the doors close and the, close and the covering on the elevator is a shrimp salad, that's a pretty good sign that you're in, like, a real bougie place. It's not like some double-stack burger and their drink specials. So, yeah, this is really nice. And, I'm, you know, I'm, it's still amazing to me not to make this uh, PR campaign for, for Waco. But, Toby, you know this. We've been coming down here for, you know, the better part of 10, 11, 12 years with the network. Uh, it's still incredible what this place has become. I mean, it's just Based off a TV show, uh, and the the two incredible personalities and their family from that TV show, this has become like a, a metropolis almost, if you will. And we're going to walk over today to what, what's the name of their of their little area of Waco for Chip and Joanna Magnolia. Magno, we're going to walk over there after the game today and experience all that. And you know it's going to be packed. So mm-hmm. yeah, they've um, they've really done it upright. And their new basketball arena, holy. Most, Kevin man, Henry Kevin Henry says we give too much not too much credit but also in addition to Chip and Joe RG3 uh-huh. deserves credit for what has happened to Waco. He said that that really? his success injected a ton of uh life into that place. Now, I'm going to quiz uh TJ. Let's see if uh Plank's ready for his game today, okay? Cuz there's something interesting here. Longwood University, your opponent today, what is their uh, nickname? The Lancers. How about that, Teach? Same mascot. Look at that. Cal Baptist (laughs) and Longwood are both the Lancers. There can't be too many of those in the country. Look at that. Let's go. Longwood is an interesting story. Um, They played the toughest schedule in all of college softball last year um, and finished runner-up in the Big South. This year, they opened up the season with a win over Florida State. Wow. So, yeah, they're they're not bad. They're not bad at all. Their coach has a doctor in front of her name, so she's doctor. Um, so we might, yeah. This what is kind of be a doctor? A bit, do you know? I have not quite discovered that uh, yet. There's in all of their 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 notes and their game notes, and doesn't necessarily say what she has a doctor in. It's just what's her name? She's the doctor. Hold on here. Let me look. I got my game notes right here. You've got she me intrigued. Is, yeah, uh, and of course, as I'm 
this is always how this thing works out, isn't it? I open my mouth and then I don't have my notes. Don't worry about it. Don't worry right about it. Right in front of me. Deal. But no, here, here's the bottom line more than anything else is they're going to get challenged today. This is a good team. So, um, Dr. Megan together. Brown. Yeah. There you go, Megan Brown. I knew I'd come up with it. <laughs> I knew it was wow. just a matter of time before I figured it out. I mean, it's right there. Like, they're asking you to call her Dr. Megan Brown. Like, it's yeah, exactly. that's, in, that's in, in the roster. In oh, everything. Man. In everything. But I don't really know if it lays into what she's a doctor of. Uh, and if it's like deeper in her bio, then I would just have to confess that I, I tuned out after three paragraphs. But we didn't do a very good job in the English language with the word doctor. It applies to way too many different things. Like you could be a doctor, doctor, like a medical doctor. Right. You could be a, a psychiatrist. You could be a True. doctor of divinity. Like my father is a doctor. I would not let right. him sur- do surgery on me in any way. He's but just he's he's. A he's He's a doctor, so uh, I, mean, I will be intrigued. You You've got to get to the bottom of this, Chris. Okay. I, I have a question for you guys then. How long, Toby? Now, we're going on 20 years for you and TJ, or is it 20, Is it longer? We are in the 20th season together, yes. Okay. I mean, technically, you both have earned your doctorate in sports yeah. talk. Correct. I mean, you've done it together long enough. You've studied it. We just need a things. university to step forward and bestow honorary well, doctorates. I think that's all three us. of us fall into that category, then, if you're going well, by the 20 fair. years. That's yeah, right. yeah. I mean, that's fair. Um, that's a good point you bring up. I, I, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work we've put in. Uh, do we just have to write a really long – like, what if we took all of our show notes and just padded them all together? Like, here's 20 mm-hmm. years of show notes, all right? That's our, that's our final exam or whatever. That's our – that's our uh, paper that we needed to write for it. Here's here's my top five stories of the day from Thursday. I, tell I like you what. this idea. <laughs> I like We've this idea. Like, yeah. O triple C or something could do, yeah. yeah. Um, Doctor Plank, Doctor Longwood. Perry. I think we got uh, Longwood, an East Coast team. I don't even know where they're Virginia. from. Virginia. Virginia. Okay. All right. Yep. All right, I would prepare myself for that. Hey, Chris, if you see some uh, train tracks over by Magnolia, could you leave uh, 10 pennies yes. on the tracks for Toby? Thank he you. stole from some child the last time Thank he was you. there. I believe it was 12 pennies. 12 pennies. <laughs> so if no, you could just leave a pile of pennies next to the train track, you will make me feel much better. It's funny you say that because for some reason I have a lot of pennies, so I'll do just that for you. Thank you. Be careful. But, yeah, that would make <laughs> me brother. feel better. All right, 12-15 pregame. Is that right today? That's right, 1231st pitch. Uh, we got a game before ours, but we'll uh, hope it gets cooking. Have a great weekend, Christopher. Toby, you too, man. See you, TJ. Thanks, buddy. All right, we've got baseball today at 3. Taylor Maples has the call for you. Pre-game at 2.30. I'm headed to Austin. Game tomorrow at 1. Pre-game with Kevin Henry at 12.30. Got a lot going on. Enjoy it all. Have a great weekend, everybody.